Okay, so here we are in Yedgimelamud Bet. We brought a Mishnah previously discussing different things that the rabbis made a Gezerah to be Tameh. Okay, nobody here, uh, especially um, one of our dear friends, likes Tumavatara. But we're just going to give you a basic uh, information. It's not that complicated. We have, number one, Aviyavota Tuma, granddaddy, that's the dead body. Someone's in the funeral home, he's Avatuma. He touches a piece of food, it's Rishon. The food stops at Rishon. This one food cannot make another food a Sheni. By Truma, we can go to a Sheni. It's Tamei Pasul Shlishi. Truma and Kekdesh goes to Shlishi, and then it goes Pasul Trivii. There's different stringencies. We go a level further, Truma and Hekdesh. But basically, it's one, two, three, four. Certain things stop Midoraita at two, and the rabbis upgraded. It. It's not complicated at all. We've gone through it a thousand times. Don't get jammed up. We went through Shas. We're not jammed up from Tumavatara. Okay? It's not something to get jammed up. So here we go. So Amishnah told us, and again, there's a lot of these at Gezerot, and just calm down. If you calm, it's going to be good. Man Tana, who's the Tana that holds? Ha'ochel, ochel Rishon. You eat a food that's a Rishon. It means you ingest a Rishon food. And ochel, ochel Sheni. You ingest a food that's a Sheni. Mifsal Pasli. This person has the, is now going to be posel truma. That means because he ingested these foods, it's a rabbinical level. You took, you sucked in the, the tame food. You now become a contaminator for truma. That's it. Very simple. You sucked in tame food. The rabbis made a gazette. I will see why that you now contaminate the food. So mifsopasle. I shouldn't use the word contaminated. You, you disqualify the tenumah. That is a very important little nuance. When I say pasul, it means it disqualifies and it stops there. When I say tamei, it could travel further. So right now, we want to know who's the one that says that when I ingest the tamei food, I have the ability to disqualify truma, but not to make it tamei that will go further. That's our point over here. Moshe Kohn, who's the fellow that likes to understand. Is that clear, Moshe Kohn? It is clear, absolutely. Thank you. Okay, good. Okay. Um, we continue. Uh, here we go. Okay, everyone has to rename their phones. Galaxy SX is Moshe Kohn, I think? Yeah. Okay, we got to put, put a name on your phone. Thank you. So, Mantan, Ochel, Ochel, Rishon, Ochel, Ochel, Shinin, Bipso, Pasli. Tumuye, Lometan, we'll tap the next page. Who's the Tana? So, we bring down a Mishnah that brings down a Machloka Tanaim. And we'll find out who the Tana is. Okay. Amar. Yeah? We're good? Amar Rabbah Barbachana. Rabbi Yeshua, he. It's Rabbi Yeshua. Why is Moshe Kohn in the middle? I have no idea. I don't know how he got to the middle. I, he spoke last time he got to the middle. Okay. Whatever. Okay, so what does it say? We have a Mishnah like this. A Mishnah Mesechetarot. Machloker Beliezer of Yeshua. Okay, so who's the Tanah? It's Rabbi Yeshua. So we're going to read this Machloker. We're going to see who's the Tanah that holds that ingesting these foods causes you to disqualify the Tanumah. Rabbi Yezer, Omer. Ochel, Ochel Rishon. Now Rabbi Yezer makes it that makes sense. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. That's Rabbi Yezer's rule. You are what you eat. So therefore, listen up. Again, it's not complicated. Therefore, 
Hochel, Hochel, Rishon, Yid, Rishon, you become a Rishon. Hochel, Hochel, Shani, Yid, Shani, you're a Shani. Hochel, Shlishi, Shlishi, easy. Whatever you eat, that's what you are. Rabbinical law, you are what you eat. Very easy. If you are what you eat, that means if I eat a Shani, I'm a Shani. If I'm a Shani, I would make the Trumat Tameh as a Shlishi. So obviously, Mishnah can't be a Beliezer. Because our Mishnah says that you don't make the Trumat Tameh, you make it Pasul. If you are what you eat, when you eat a Shani, you would make the Trumat Tameh as a Shlishi. It can't be a Beliezer. Rather, Rabbi Yeshua, what does Rabbi Yeshua say? Hochel, Hochel, Rishon, and Hochel, Shani. Whether eat a Rishon or Shani, I'm a Shani. Eat a Rishon, you're a Shani. Eat a Shani, you're a Shani. And Shlishi, when you eat a Shlishi, Shani la Kodesh ve'en Shani la Chuma. When you eat a Shlishi, so you become a Shlishi for Kodesh and not a Shlishi for Truma. That means your Tuma status is only vis-a-vis Kodesh and not Truma. Now, how do I have an Ochel Shlishi ever? There's no such thing as an Ochel Shlishi. Because Shulin stops at Shani. B'chulin, Shenasu al-Tarat Truma. We're talking about a fellow that treated his Shulin like Truma. Okay. So, now that we know who the Tana is. So again, uh, right, it's like a Yeshua. Okay. Because according to Beliezer, Beliezer, if you're, you are what you eat, you should be able to be metameh, and Rabbi Yeshua drops the level. Okay, so if we found the Tanah that holds that what you ingest is not, you're not identical to what you ingest. Why they made these little, find that, just funny. You eat a Rishon, you're a Shani. You eat a Shani, you're a Shani. Why is that? We'll find out. So that's the Machloket, but bottom line, our Mishnah is following the opinion of Rabbi Yeshua that you are not what you eat. Good? Fine. Now the Gemara asks, and now we're going to go through just trying to understand why these rabbis made the Gezero. Number one. Ochel, ochel, rishon, ochel, ochel, shini. Why they make this tuma? What's the problem? Why when I ingest food, because it's not true, there's no such lie. Food can't make me tameh. I eat the food, I become tameh. And regardless if I eat a rishon or a shini, I become tameh the same. The answer is, zimnin da'achil ochalin tameh. You have food in your mouth that's tameh. You have tameh food. You're allowed to eat tameh food. Before this law, you want to eat tameh food, no problem. Nothing wrong with eating tameh food. A kohen is allowed to eat tameh food. There's nothing wrong with Moshkon taking after that raccoon died yesterday and landed on his table and the apple's tameh. Just wash off the apple and eat it. No problem. Kohanim are allowed to eat tameh food. But what's the problem, Moshe Kohn or Elliot Bader for that matter? Ingest this apple that the raccoon touched. What's wrong with that? He's going to eat that. Then he, the apple happens to be a little acidic because a little bit that uh, that raccoon toxins was still on it. <coughs> so you got that that tameh apple in your mouth. What do you do? Then v'shakil mashkin de truma. You're going to go and take a glass of truma apple juice to pour into your mouth while you still have that tameh apple in your mouth. So what's going to happen is, upasilahu, that food that's in your mouth is going to, that's tameh is going to be posel the truma. So we're afraid of the guy that puts tameh food in his mouth and then he takes a drink. Elliot Beta, can you demonstrate for us? you have anything in front of you now? Water. 
Okay, could you come on? But no, you know that's not the way. No, you got to do it while you chewing something. Come on, no. Okay, imagine he's chewing on a beef jerky and he gets a little bit thirsty and he, and he drinks the water. Okay, fine. What's going on? Where's Ellie's baby? I gotta mute the back. Okay. So now, good. That's what we're afraid of. We're afraid of Elliot Beta chewing on the Tamei beef jerky and taking a drink of water or trick actually apple juice or truma baking it Tamei. Wonderful. Next case. Now he drank Tamei apple juice. You like to drink Tamei apple juice? What's wrong with that? As long as it's not truma, that's Tamei. Get this clear. Kohen can eat Tamei foods. He can't eat truma, that's Tamei. He can eat food, that's Tamei. So, or he could drink drinks that are Tamei. What are we afraid of now? Zimnin shata mashkin The opposite. He drank mashkin. He drank a, a drink that was Tamei. He drank some Tamei uh, tequila. And he got, uh, I don't know what, he got a little too, his mouth got a little burnt. And now shakin ochlin tulumin, he put some Tamei almonds into his mouth when there's some, still some tequila left on his tongue. Upasilahu. So both both the things are the same problem. Whether the food's tame or the drink's tame, I'm afraid that afterwards you're going to put inside your mouth tuluma and ruin it. Mr. Bry has a question. You're supposed to, uh, okay, unmute. It has to be simultaneously in the mouth. At yes, the yes. In order to be with the, the rabbis made the gezerah. But without the rabbis on a doraita level, the problem is only when they touch each other in the mouth. The rabbis went further and said, once you eat it, even separately, it's going to be tame because we're afraid you're doing what is together. Okay, good. So now, again, so both of these things are happening at the same time. So when I says, why do I need, have to have two gezerot? I make a gezerah. Listen carefully. I make a gezerah for the guy that's eating and then he takes a drink. I take a make a gezerah, guy's drinking and he comes to eat. What I have to make two gezerahs for? What I have to tell you both? It's the, the, the concern that you're going to drink while you're eating something that's common. That's common. You eat, you take a drink. But it's rare to take a drink and then to eat. So therefore it's two separate gezerot. Guy's eating, he grabs a drink because he's thirsty. However, this happens you're drinking, and because you're drinking something, you put food in to take care of the drink. Yeah? Elliot? You look frozen. Elliot, you got me? I don't know. Is anyone listening here? Muted us, you'd hear us. Yes, we're listening. You just have us all muted, and we can't talk. Oh, but I want Elliot Vader. The guy looks like he's, he's, he's frozen. He might okay. be. Fine. There he is. Okay, fine. Onward. So that one, we need two gazetot. One more time. I'm trying to make this as simple as possible. Two gazetot, it's more common, number one, a person's eating than takes a drink. The other one is he's drinking and they, and they pop something into his mouth. Both gazetot are the same principle. I'm afraid the Kohen's going to be with Tamei, the Truma, with Tamei, Cholin, he's allowed to eat. Next. Next. Habaro Shofu Bova Maim Shuvim. You go now and you take, jump into the pool, you're tame. Whoa, going to a pool, I'm tame. What's going on? My tamagazubi rabanan. The answer is, I'm a baby, 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 I'm a
Again, this is unbelievable. Hashem is saving us. It's the first time probably since I'm married and even before in the past, since I'm 18 years old, first time not going to the Mikvah of Shabbos. So Hashem is giving the opportunity. They used to go in the waters of caves. So the water, the mikvah, was like this Arizal mikvah. You got out of there, the walls all slimy. So afterwards, you'd go out, you'd take a shower. They'd pour water on top, you'd take a shower. They made them keva. We'll see what that means in a minute. My They thought you need to go to Arizal's mikvah, then take a shower. I said, so what? I'm over nine Give me the So what if he needs both? They began to think the mikvah is now what makes you tahar. It's the shower after the mikvah that makes you tahar, and they weren't going to the mikvah anymore. So they said, that's it. You go to the mikvah, no shower. You cannot take a shower after the mikvah. Okay. There's some people, they once asked Shlomo Zalman Orbach, do you take a shower after the mikvah? Do you take a shower after the mikvah? What about this Gemara? He says, yes, I do. For all those people who didn't take a shower before the mikvah. Okay. Anyway, on that note, we continue. The Tahor, Shinafal, We have a fellow who would fell on his head. He took a shower. First it was a bath. My time They couldn't say this is the bath without the shower. See, either one of these cleansing methods, they made you tameh, so you shouldn't think that they're making you tahor. Next. Next ones are easy. The sefer. You touch a sefer. My time What did the rabbi say? If you touch a Torah scroll, I'm tameh. Unbelievable. What do they used to do? The most important commodity in the shul is the cack. So where do you keep the cack? You keep it in the hechal with the Sefer Torah. And what happened? It's Shabu High Kodesh, High Kodesh. I'm exaggerating. The Tirumah is holy, and the Sefer Torah is holy. We'll put them both together. Okay, when the Chazut got to the what happened was the mice would come after the after the Tirumah cack, and they would ruin the Sefer Torah. The rabbi said that the Sefer Torah is Tameh. So you're not going to hide the cack in the Hechal because it becomes Tameh. That's why they made a Sefer Tameh. Good. That's the law. You know, you touch a Sefer, you have to wash your hands afterwards. Gemara says, Hands are Tameh. We still have that law. We wash our hands until Hachadayim. Your hands move all around. They touch parts on your body. Now, the Gunas is going to bring another brighter. Tanu af yadaim habaot machmat sefer. If your hands touch the sefer Torah, poslota tetruma. Why? Mishunim be parnach. Man parnach amar biyochan. Okay, sefer Torah arum. If you touch a sefer Torah that's not covered, nikbar arum. The guy is buried naked. Arum sal kadaitach. That's what's going to happen. It's such a punishment. El mar zera arum lo mitzvot. Doesn't mean he's means he's buried without mitzvot. Lo mitzvot sal kadaitach. Aleim arum below tam mitzvah. Which means. You lose the reward of reading from the Sefer because you didn't show respect and you touched it with your hands. Okay. So, some aside, side important law. Um, yeah. Right. So if you don't, if you don't, if you don't respect something, you lose the reward of it. Okay. Now, 
The one is going back to the Gezerot about Yadayim pulls water to Truma and Stam Yadayim. Stam Yadayim. Stam Yadayim means when we get a Truma, everybody has to wash their hands in Tilat Yadayim. One of them was Yadayim for Truma. One of them was Yadayim for the Tilat Yadayim. Which one came first? They said the Gzeran Stam Yadayim. That doesn't make sense. Turn the page. If I tell you every Jewish person's hands are Tameh and after the Tilat Yadayim, of course the Kohen is going to be Tameh the Truma. First they made a Gzeran that hands up the metame truma. They made a general gzera. All Jewish people wash your hands in the tilach before you. Good. Next. Tful yom. We all know what tful yom is. Tful yom. A guy go to the mikvah first. Mishnah b'sechah berachot. And until the sun sets, you tame. And that guy who touches truma is posel truma. Yes, the gemara. Tful yom doraita he. Tichtivu ba'ashemish v'taher. That's a doraita that the tful yom is tame and he's posel truma. The gemara says you're right. Samim ikan tful yom. Next tful yom mistake. Imen the Brayta. Tvul Yom is not a rabbinical gazera. Next. Ochlin shnitmu b'mashkin. The food that got contaminated with a mashke. Not the story, it's in your mouth. On the table, a food got contaminated with a mashke. That's the Rabbanan. Mashkin demai. What was the story? What fell on your food? What was the story? So the says, Ilema mashkina by machmat sheretz. That means a dead rodent touched this water. A dead rodent's an avatuma. If a, a dead rodent's an avatuma, and and he made the water tameh, that means the sheretz is an avatuma, the mashkin is rishon, and the ochel is sheni. That means the, the the rodent makes the waters tameh. So that, you don't need a rabbi to do that. That's Torah. El mashkina bay machmat yadayim. No, we're talking about a case where your hands touched water before netila. There's no tumah from the Torah. And the rabbis made a gezera that your hands, not only if your hand touches the apple, is it is it going to be pasul for tumah? If your hand touched water and the water touched the apple, why? Why they go that far? My hands touched the water. The water touched the tumah apple. It's pasul. Gezera mishum mashkina bay machmat sheretz. The guy's not going to differentiate. Your hands touch the water, and the sheretz touch the water. You'll think, well, they're both tameh. My hands are tameh, and the sheretz is tameh. What's the difference? The sheretz touches the water, touches the apple. My hand touches the water. The difference is your hands are only rabbinical, and it's to the sheretz is doraita. Therefore, the rabbi said, no confusion. Any tameh water touches the truma pasul. Got it? Okay. Kemi doesn't get it. One more time. I have a dead rodent. We go back to Moshkon's raccoon. In his sukkah. The dead rodent touches the water. Okay? The dead rodent is a avatuma. The water is a sheni. The water that's the sheni spills on his truma apple. It's posela doraita. Rishon sheni shlishi. Now, the rabbis made another gezera. Most kohen's hands are a sheni. That's a rabbanan. His hands touch the water. That's a shlishi. That water is not going to make the apple tameh. But the rabbi said, we got two glasses of water on the table. One the rodent touched, one Moshe Kohn stuck his hand in. His 13-year-old son's not going to know the difference between two glasses of water. And he'll say, if when my father touches the water, and his hands with Tameh, and it touches the apple, it's not Tameh, so water doesn't make things Tameh, he'll say the same thing on the raccoon water. He won't realize raccoon water is Doraita, and Yadayim water is Rabbanan. They said, any water that's Tameh that touches the apple, will sell it to Numa.
Good? Moshe Cohen, was that clear? Yeah. Good. Very good. Wonderful. Okay, and I found Moshe Cohen easily. There you go. Next. Hakelim shenitnum mamashkim. Now I have utensils that became Tameh. And they touched the Tunumah. How these utensils become Tameh? What touched them? Again, we always need that. We're looking for rabbinical laws. These are 18 rabbinical laws. So what touched my utensil? A zav spit. A zav spit is Tameh. The zav spit on the utensil. That's Doraita. So therefore, if I have a utensil, the zav spit on the glass, and the glass touched the the the... the the, the, the apple, that's a tame glass with Doraita, because the Zav spit is Doraita. Um, so therefore, the Gemara says, what's, what's, so what are we talking about? It's talking about the water that touched the Sheretz. The Sheretz water, the Sheretz water is a Rishon. And the Rishon is not going to make a Kelit tame. Rishon cannot make a keli tameh. The rabbi said that just like the spit of the zav makes the utensil tameh, so too the sheretz water makes a tameh. Another confusion. You'll say, what's the difference between the liquid that comes out of the zav and the liquid that the sheretz touched? But they're different. So again, they made a gezerah. Gezerah mishumashkim the zav. Okay. Now the is going to go back to the discussion of stam yadayim. Stam yadayim is the fact that we wash our hands in tilach yadayim. Chronological, who made this gezerah? Because the, the, the Yudchet Tavar are the students of Shammai and Hillel. Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel. It's not Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel that said you, hands are Tameh. Shammai and Hillel Gazur. It goes back to the Shammai and Hillel. The Tanya. Yosi ben Yuez Yisrael Dav. Yosi ben Yochan Yishu Shalayim. Gazur Tuma al Eretz Amim. They made Tuma and Chutzlarz. Al Klis Chuit on glass. Shimon ben Shetach Tikeng Tuma Lisha. The Gazar Tumal Klimatachot, all we need is this last line. Shamai Vilel, Gazu Tumal Yadayim. So how can you tell me that Yadayim came from, from Beit Shamai, came from Shamai? Well, it says, Vichitema Shamai Vishatol. Beit Shamai, and Shamai was there, Beit Hillel, and Hillel was there. Hillel Shamai, and Beit Shamai, and Beit Hillel, it's the same thing. No. Amarav Yudah Marashmuel, Shmunasar Dabar Gazru, Bushmanasar Nechlaku, there's 18 things that Beit Shamai had a Hillel Hagan. Hillel and Shammai didn't have so many arguments. So therefore, it can't be that we're talking about when it says Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai, 18 items, it can't be Hillel and Shammai because Hillel and Shammai never had so many arguments. Maybe you'll tell me. Shammai and Hillel said that the Adayim are Safek Tuma, Tolim. That means you can't eat it, but you don't burn it. And the students upgraded it. That can't be. There was no two stages. So we're stuck. How could it be? We say Shemai and Hillel made it. If, if, if Beit Shemai, Beit Hillel is Hillel and Shemai. You're right. Hillel and Shemai made the Gezer on the hands. The people didn't accept it. And then the students came and the students so they're both true. Both Beit Shammai and Beit Hillel and Hillel and Shammai made the Gezerah. It wasn't received by the rabbis. It was received by their students. One last question. 
Vakati, and we should remember this from Eruvin, Shlomo Gazar. If you remember, Shlomo Melech was the one that made Eruvin in Yadayim. The Marabidamar Shmuel, Vishashitikain Shlomo Eruvin in Tilachadayim, when he made the laws of Eruvin in Tilachadayim, Yatstabat Kol Arma, Heavenly Echo went out and said, Bini, my son, Im Chacham Libecha, if your, if your, if your heart is smart, Yusumach Libi Gamani, so David Amelech was smart, that Shlomo, was happy, I'm sorry, that Shlomo Amelech made the Gzerah. We went through that when he said that Achitol fell, I'm sorry, B.P. Bosha was making fun of him, and Shlomo Melch made him proud. So we're stuck with the question. How can you tell me it's Beit Shammai, Beit Hillel, Hillel Shammai, Shlomo Melch preceded that by hundreds of years. This is the Gemara. Atu Shlomo, Gazul Kadashim. Shlomo's Gzerah, the Tzlach was only for some of these Kodesh. Va'atu inu v'gazul Truman. They made a Gzerah, for Tiruma. That's the end of our story. We're going to end the recording now.